This is the story of Easter, though. This is the story of Easter. We are, we are most definitely doing something, I think, a little bit different today than your typical Easter message. Um, I don't think you'll find too many churches around uh, doing videos with skulls and skeletons um, on Easter morning. But if you've been coming here for a little while, you know we like to stir things up just a little bit. And not for novelty's sake, not at all. Um, we like to do this because I think it's good sometimes for us to be slightly shaken out of what we expect. It's good for us to be slightly shaken a little bit out of what we think we know the ending is already going to be. Because you and I, we live in this world where, where we're so inundated with information and images and things um, that we, and we love to go, I, already, I know how this is going to end. I think I already know this. I've gotten all the information I can get on this particular subject, and so I know what it's going to be at the end. And this is kind of what we do, and so this is why we're mixing it up a little bit today. Um, hopefully, before this morning is over, hopefully, before this morning is over, we will all walk out of here with a very um, deep understanding that each of us, individually, are dry bones and lifeless without Jesus Christ. It's absolutely necessary for us to have the life of Jesus Christ in our lives. Absolutely necessary. And, and this, uh, the only thing that brings us to life, this, this true life, is this understanding, this, this belief in the resurrection of Jesus. And this video, it's a passage from the book of Ezekiel, uh, who was a prophet, and, and this is a video, I mean, this is his words out, taken out of the book of Ezekiel. And the, the, the visions that you read in the entire book are very gripping, they're very vivid. It's almost like you're stepping into some, some freaky hallucination that he's having. It's just so intense in the things that he sees and does. But I love God's explanation that he offers to Ezekiel about this vision, which actually we don't see in the video, but I want to pick it up here in Ezekiel 37, beginning in verse 11. This is God's explanation of what Ezekiel just saw. Then God said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Listen to what they're saying. And these are what the bones are saying. Our bones are dried up. Our hope is gone. There's nothing left of us. And then God speaks to Ezekiel and he says, Therefore prophesy, tell them, God the master says, I'll dig up your graves and bring you out alive, O my people. Then I'll take you straight to the land of Israel. When I dig up graves and bring you out as my people, you'll realize that I am God and I'll breathe my life into you and you'll live. I mean, this vision, this vision here, it vividly illustrates the meaning of Jesus' resurrection. It, you see it happening here, and this is the story of Easter. God bringing life into death. God bringing life into dead places. God bringing hope into hopeless situations. This is the story of Easter. Paul, in Ephesians, writes this about what our dead lives actually look like. I've read this passage a few times to us in here before, but it's worth reading again. He says this in Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 6. It wasn't so long ago that you were mired in that old, stagnant life of sin. You let the world, which doesn't know the first thing about living, tell you how to live. You filled your lungs with polluted unbelief and then exhaled disobedience. We all did it. All of us doing what we felt like doing when we felt like doing it, all of us in the same boat. It's a wonder God didn't lose his temper and do away with a whole lot of us. Instead, 
immense in mercy and with an incredible love, he embraced us. And he took our sin-dead lives and made us alive in Christ. And this is the story of Easter. This is the story of Easter. Paul's words in Ephesians in many ways explain Ezekiel's vision. God bringing life into us. In relation to God, we are dead and we have no hope. We have no hope of making ourselves come alive. We have nothing in our power, nothing, nothing in, in our fingertips that would allow us to, to bring life to ourselves. But instead, God, immense in mercy and with an incredible love, he embraced us and he took our sin-dead lives and he made us alive in Christ. And that's the story of Easter. This is it. This is the story of Easter. I mean, rather than, than a prophet prophe- prophesying to some, some dead, dry bones, we have one. We have one Jesus Christ. So instead of Ezekiel having to do this, we have Jesus Christ who has conquered death and has risen from it so that you and I may live. He's conquered death so that we can live. And, and God stirred up the wind to blow into life into death. You know that word we use about like being inspired? I mean, it comes from the word inspirate. You know what it means to inspirate? It means to breathe into. God inspires us. He breathes into us. He breathes life into death. This is what he does. This Easter story. Life into death. I mean, the very breath of God breathed into dead souls. Into the dead souls of all of us through the resurrection of Jesus. Think about that. The story of Easter is this. Because of sin... There's death. There's no other way around this. There's no other, no other uh, formula that we can try. I think it has been tried. I think, it, I think in some parts of the world and places, people are still trying to figure out a different formula to overcome sin. Maybe there's a different way. Maybe if I just try this or do that or, or check this out or read that book or, or try really hard, then maybe I can do a, you know, an end around for the sin. But the reality is, is, is because of sin, there is death. The dry bones in this valley in Ezekiel represent this. There was nothing they could do on their own to come back alive. Nothing. They were done. But because of God's great love for us, there's life. There's life. There's life in Jesus Christ. There's new life through Christ. It happens here. It comes alive in this time, in this place, on the day that Jesus came alive. Been trying to teach Mallory, trying to teach her this, understanding of all this stuff. And I'm trying to teach her that, that Jesus died on a cross. My husband and I gave her a little necklace this morning with a little cross on it. And we said, this is a big girl necklace. You're almost four. We think you can do a big girl necklace now. And I'm not, I'm not down on anything else, but that, that's what she, we gave her for Easter. We didn't do a basket or anything like that. I'm not against baskets. Not at all. She's going to get one in her grandma's house later. 
So don't hear me. If all you leave here today and go, Shannon did not do an Easter basket for Mallory. If that's all you heard, then I will pray for you. But um, we gave her this cross because I want her to understand this. And we're trying to teach her that on the, the, that the stone rolled away. And I asked her, you know, what happened on the third day? And she says, he came alive. And I want her to know that. You know, and, I, and I've, I've thought about today's message, and I thought about there's a bunch of you folks here. There's going to be a bunch here at 11, a bunch of kids. And, I, and my daughter's going to be at the 11 o'clock service, and, she, and I've already shown her that video we watched. She sat with me in the living room. We talked about it the other day. Should children see that? I want her to understand. I want her to understand who we are apart from God. I want her to comprehend that without Jesus, we're those bones. Because the sooner that her mind can comprehend this, then I believe the sooner she's going to want God to grab a hold of her heart. And that's my same desire for you. So maybe it's not that our brains can't comprehend it. Maybe it's more about do we really believe it? Do we really understand the gravity of it all? Do we really understand that we were a valley of dry bones apart from Jesus Christ? Do we really get it? Do we really, really understand it? Because of sin, there is death. Because of God's great love for us, there is life in the risen Christ. And what God did in Ezekiel's vision, he did in Jesus. Where there was absolutely no hope, God brings hope. Where there was nothing but death, God gave life. And because of Jesus, that hope is ours. Because of Jesus, that hope is ours. And it's not a dream. It's real and it's available to all of us. As the band comes back up, I want you to consider this. The story of Easter. I want us to remember today, to be understand today. I want, as we, you know how, I don't know if you kind of do a review of the day as you're going to sleep at night, or maybe you just pass out like my husband does. It takes him like two seconds. You know, it's like his head's not even on the pillow and he's already asleep. Or I'm like laying there like. I do a review of the day. And you know what I want to be thinking about? at the end of this day is I want to I I remember the images of the valley. The valley of the dry bones. I want to I see that. I want to feel that. I want to understand that because I want to be thankful that I am not in that valley. Because I have to admit, and I think you all can probably comprehend this too, is that the real story of Easter is, is that. Life from death, that's the real story of Easter. It's not about, it, it's not about the baskets. <gasps> I know. 
It's not about it. It's not about jelly beans. It's not about pastel coordinated family pictures. It's not. It's not about grandma's chicken. Fried chicken. It's not about that. It's not about springtime. It's not, it's not about any of that stuff. It's not about eggs and bunny rabbits. I know. It's painful to hear. It's not about any of those things. The reason we celebrate Easter, it should be, the real story of Easter should be because we humbly, because we thoughtfully, because prayerfully, we deeply comprehend that we were once dead in a valley, dry bones. With no hope for life, none on our own, none, zero, no matter how hard we try. except for the power of God working through Jesus Christ, His Son making it so very possible folks so very possible for the dead 